Welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. William S. Plummer observes, according to this psalm, a blessed privilege is prayer. Without it, what could the righteous do? The very goodness of his cause makes David bold in prayer. If we are wrong, we need forgiveness. If we are right, we still need protection. If we are prosperous, we should beg for caution and moderation. If we are afflicted, we should ask for support, sanctification, and timely relief. This is what David asks for in this psalm. Psalm 17, a prayer of David. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From your presence, let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me, and you will find nothing. I have purpose that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man, by the words of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have Held fast to your paths, my feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me, hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me. They close their hearts to pity. With their mouths they speak arrogantly. They have now surrounded our steps. They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion eager to tear, as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord, confront him, subdue him. Deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword, from men by your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life. You fill their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children, and they leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. David is here calling out to the Lord in his time of trouble, asking the Lord to hear him, and he is fervent in that request. Plummer notes that an acceptable prayer must be fervent. Cold prayers are hypocritical. David is honest and earnest in his plea to the Lord, asking for him to intervene on behalf of this wickedness, this trouble, this persecution that he is facing, and he's asking for vindication to come for God to test him and try him, and that he has seen that he is pursuing the path of righteousness. Job in chapter 23 verse 10 says, But he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my portion of food. But he is unchangeable, and who can turn him back? What he desires that he does. Job faced such severe persecution and such severe trials that were brought about by Satan wanting to test him. And God allowed this time of testing 
But Job persevered. He did righteous deeds. David is not saying in the psalm that he is absolutely perfect, because that would negate the very penitential psalms that David writes later in this Psalter. It also negates all the times where he asks for the Lord's forgiveness. David is well aware of and acquainted with the fact that he is born in iniquity. He is sinful. He battles with the original sin that is in him. Yet, there are times when righteousness is actually upheld. It is possible for the people of God to do the will of God, empowered by the Holy Spirit for the righteous acts that the Lord has set before him. David is saying, in this case, I have not transgressed. In this matter, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your commands. Sometimes we can overemphasize the negative spirituality, borrowing a phrase from C.S. Lewis, and not see that it is possible to live righteously in certain cases. We should not overemphasize the presence of sin as to say that there is no ability to do good ever. That is simply not the case, especially for followers of Yahweh. But we see the opposite. Those who are oppressing David, those who are seeking his life, they have no desire for wickedness, to stay on a path. This is not even entering their mind. All they care about is their temporary success. They have closed their hearts with to pity, and they speak with their mouths arrogantly. They have surrounded the steps of the righteous. They have their eyes set to cast them to the ground, eager to tear them apart. The wicked are not concerned about pleasing the Lord. They're only concerned with the downfall of David. And so, David prays, Lord, will you confront and subdue those who are trying to overthrow your rule? It's ultimately God's rule that David cares about the most. And what we care about in hearing this prayer is that we want God to deliver us from our enemies of sin, Satan, the world that tries to oppress and challenge and uh, kill the hope and the joy that we have in the Lord. What brings the kind of joy that we can have even in the midst of these kind of difficulties? Well, I believe it's found right there, beginning in verse 6. I call upon you, for you will answer me. God will answer those who call upon him. He will wondrously show, verse 7, his steadfast love. And verse 8, he will keep us as the apple of his eye. For the Christian, this is a wonderful assurance that we have that God will keep us as the apple of his eye. He treasures those who are his. He loves those who are his. And he will hide them in the shadow of, their, of his wings. This can maybe make you think of Psalm 91. We're not there yet, but we will be eventually. In the shadow of the wings of God. In other words, he will protect. He will surround. He will encompass with his kind care for our good. That we would delight in him. Indeed, as Plummer notes, the way to heaven is rough. Yet two things greatly support the saints. One is that they have many comforts and cordials by the way. Sometimes they have a blessed vision of God, as David does in verse 15. They walk with him and he shows them his covenant. The other is, they have a heaven to go to. And of that they have a blessed assurance in God's word and a sure hope in their souls. This is the ray from the throne above that pierces the darkness of this world. To know that God loves those who are His, 
that God cares, that he delights in his people, that they are the apple of his eye. What a wonderful word that is, that he will continue to show his steadfast love, that he will continue to keep those under the shadow of his wing. Because the Lord said, even in Zechariah 2.8, that to the nations who plundered you, for he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. He's speaking to the enemies of God's people, but God assures them, don't worry, because I am watching you. You are very close, and I care about you, just as I would protect my own eye. The Lord will protect those who are his. What a wonderful promise for us today. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this psalm, Psalm 17, which reminds us of your steadfast love, the continued work that you are doing in protecting and preserving your people, in hearing our pleas for mercy. Lord, will you continue to deliver us? Will you continue to help us to delight in you, to find everything in this world as being needful of your grace? to find everything in this world as being insufficient of our ultimate joy. Lord, is it enough for us to simply behold your face in righteousness, to be satisfied with your likeness? Lord, I pray that you would work that in my own heart, that I would delight in you to the point that just having you is enough. Whether I have riches or I'm in poverty, Lord, may I delight in you, and one day I will see you face to face. And it's for that day that I long. And until then, may I continue to serve you and know that you will protect me and deliver me according to your mercy and your steadfast love. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Called to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.